0: Hour on immigration in the known universe, Actually, folks. Uh, a record number of downloads this month, huh, David. It, uh, that, wasn't bad, huh? that was pretty great. Uh, tell your
1: friends you about us. <laughs>
0: yeah, we've been pushing to social media. Tell them about us today. I posted that we're going to talk about why immig- why Obama is not moving forward. He hates
1: reform. him. He hates immigrants.
0: Is that what it is? <laughs>
1: I don't know, but I just I figure I'd throw the the anti Obama platitude in there for the day.
0: I- immigration is so two years ago is what I heard him say. This is so two years ago. Uh, I really want to focus on golf.
2: Football you know what up. I'm, really angry about? Football. I'm really angry
0: about this. Not that he plays golf, but that he gives golf a bad name. He's killing me, David. He's killing me. He's probably killing the game single handedly. Only, only only you can find fault with the man's golf game. Why I mean, how's he killing golf? He he's telling too much of it. It's <laughs> While he's president of the United States, I don't uh, mind him playing golf every week. No, why can't he do it on the down low? Hey, Saturday morning, I'm going out at five a.m. to take the first tee time. No, he's got to go to the course in the middle of the day after he gives a speech on destroying nations. Yes, you know, go on a morning. Hey, I got a six a.m. tee time, Shelby. Yeah. I'll be back. You <laughs> be can be back play. in the office by nine. You can play in two hours. Yeah, I mean if you're the president of the U.S., you can you can get that first tee. I'm time. guessing he's
1: allowed to play through.
0: <laughs> well, you get the first tee time. I mean, you're the out the door, and you yeah. get the crew out there in the morning. Bam, you're done in two hours. Yeah. So he's, he's either a crappy golfer, or he's inconsiderate, or he's both. <laughs> and <laughs> right so I would love him to play more golf. If he played it at 8 o'clock in the morning or 6 o'clock, their first tee time. Well, I would love them all politicians to just play more
1: golf in general so that they have less time to actually do things that mess our country up.
0: You know, speaking of messing your country up, you'll be glad to know that Eric Cantor finally found a job today. You know, oh, did was, he? David was rooting for him. I mean, David's a big fan of Eric Cantor. Uh, finally found a job. To, unfortunately, well, he
1: still got a job till January, doesn't no, he? No, he
0: quit. Oh, he quit. No, he quit. Oh, that's right. He, he just quit. After, he, after he got blasted yes, in that well, I, I totally leave. forgot about that. They yeah. some worms. I mean, so he left. Yeah. But he finally, after 80 days, was able to get a job to squeak by. in he is unfortunately uh, he has to go work at an investment bank. Unfortunately, yeah. Oh. Uh, oh uh, and unfortunately, he duty. only. Is going to be vice chairman of the bank and only probably going to get paid uh, my, 10, 12 times my, what his he could get was. He does get the signing bonus, the one point six million dollars signing bonus, oh. uh, and the two million dollar year base salary. Um, I, my, my I mean, I felt bad for him because he, he, his comment was, "I guess I have to learn the business." Now, I, I, I don't know, David. Would, could you just go into investment banking and learn the business? You probably could do that too, right? Well, you know, it's, this is what's wrong with politics today. 100%. Among other things. David, you want to say something? As I just tell. David's just a the video. I was there. so pissed off at that <laughs> today. I wish he would become homeless. That's what I wish. Yeah. But that, that's I don't what even politicians care who wins do, that though. race. Yeah,
1: that's what politicians right are Who cares? They, they cash in. They cash in. I mean, it is outrageous. They cash It's absolutely
0: outrageous. But, uh, you know, the big news today, of course, is uh, not gardening news because I haven't been in my garden in a week because I'm sure I'm just uh, dying down there. Uh, because I was able to once again. Drive across the United States. I love driving across America, David.
1: Did uh, you recently become a long-haul trucker of sorts? You know, I, I
0: would, you know, if I wasn't a lawyer, I think I might be a trucker. I would uh, totally be a trucker if I wasn't a lawyer. Uh, that know, would be great. You know, so, I mean, what I did realize, though, you you, you probably have to go see a proctologist more often if you're going to be sitting that much. Uh, sitting that often, yeah. yes.
1: I would literally weigh 800 pounds if I was a trucker, because <laughs> I would eat fast Because I love fast food, folks, and I would eat fast food. All the time. You know, you know
0: what I learned? We stopped of course at probably you know eight or ten truck stops along the way. Every couple of hours we stop and, yeah. and t- t- take a break. And um, we did this trip from Georgia to Salt Lake City in twenty nine hours. It's nineteen hundred miles. Yeah, that's, now that's not Cannonball Express. Speeds, no, but, but that uh, is
1: that's maintaining a good average. You
0: know, you can go eighty almost everywhere in the U.S. <laughs> today. And in fact, eighty is a speed limit in Wyoming, uh, which means you can go ninety. Power or through 89 at least. <laughs> uh, and I blew past a cop going 89. He didn't blink an eye. Doesn't care. He didn't blink an eye. Well, man, they're pretty strict out there. Uh, so we made, a, we made a pretty good time. But what I realized, one, every truck stop is the same. They're all the same. It How doesn't so? matter whether you stop in Tennessee or Missouri or Nebraska. or They're all the same. They have the same food. They have Love the same gas creepy station people food. behind the counter. for <laughs> Uh, they have the same drinks. It's America, drinks. Chuck. It's just, I mean, everything is the same. They're, they're, I, I think corporate America has completely eliminated regional differences with all the junk that's out there.
1: The uh, Cheesy Jack Ranchero Taquito is available uh, you know, at
0: every gas station between you know, here you know, and California. You know, you know what I wish is that, you know, here we have some of these local gas stations that have like little Mexican restaurants in them. Yeah. I wish they had those at truck stops. <laughs> Instead of the Denny's slash Taco Bell slash McDonald's, <laughs> the and, country cooking. Yeah, we did stop at. We were in um, this really remote part of uh, Missouri, okay, St. Louis, Show and me Kansas, state. and uh, there was a sign for I think it was Dinwiddie's Barbecue right off the freeway. I'm thinking,
1: Dinwiddie's Barbecue. So
0: I'm thinking a little Missouri barbecue, a little Kansas Missouri barbecue. Got to be good, right? Yeah. So we walked in, and I had the biggest half rack of ribs I've ever had. I don't know what size this pig was that this came off of, but it yeah. must have been pig a bigzilla. This was. This must have been five pounds of meat on this half rack of. Was ribs. Was it good though? It was actually excellent. So it we did take. Okay, the problem is I did not taste it for two days afterwards. That was really kind of you get, you get to be fifty. And these things happen in your life. <laughs> um, but as I was going across the country while my son was driving, I had a chance to read a lot. Uh, And uh, the one thing that really bothered me, particularly on Friday, uh, was the article from the L.A. Times. Because Obama, you know, he came back... To, to announce uh, something about ISIS or something. And I'm Ukraine, like, I'm gonna, ISIS. Whatever, I'm doing nothing. He was
1: rocking the tan suit, too. It was, yeah, it was good I
0: almost look. wore my tan was, suit today. i, I got to give him props. The
1: tan suit was money. I think that was it, awesome. The tan, the, the tan suit was good. looking I, good.
0: I, I, I just got one. I think everybody should wear yeah, it. Yeah. But tan, I went with the tan light blue suit. today. So. Yeah, you looking good. The tan suit,
1: he, he did a good Labor job it. I was a little
0: worried about it eh. after Labor Day, but it's still warm now. He good to go. Anyways. So I was listening to that press conference, and – at the end, he said nothing about immigration. Because all, all the bloggers Oh, he's going to say something. He's going to say oh, something. Oh, he's, gonna say, oh, he's, gonna, he's not going to say anything. <laughs> At the it. very end, he, he leaves, and then he comes back. And he says, yes, we're working on immigration reform. And, it's important uh, we're, to we're, us. The, and that's it. And he walked away. If Congress doesn't do anything, I I'm may be forced something. to so do something. Nothing. But the word from inside the White House, not from Obama. Sources. Sources in the White House is they basically don't know what to do. They, they are torn between two different types of races coming up for Senate Republicans in the fall. Okay, You've got some Democrats that are safe or they're not running for office or they're running in districts in states that are not And it doesn't matter
1: fall. what the administration does. And they say, does. do
0: it. We need the Latinos to come out. Do it. Right. Then you have Democrats in states like Arkansas and North Carolina and I have a couple other states, uh, Louisiana, uh, where don't do anything on immigration. Because immigration is, you know, all of a sudden it's two third, years third on. Rail, third rail, dis- third rail, don't despite, do anything. Despite what the, what the RNC did in their in their autopsy report, <laughs> we got to be better on immigration. No, the craziest has come out. Um, right here in Georgia, and I don't want to call David Perdue a crazy because I think he's a reasonable guy, but I think he's drinking a little bit of the immigration crazy juice. Uh, they, because, they have been known to do because, that. Because he's going to go to D.C. and secure our borders. So I uh, post on this Facebook page just this qu- very simple question. And it reminded me, I was watching yesterday Star Trek The Undiscovered Country Star- while I was working. Ep- episode 6, great. No, it was 4. No, it was four.
1: Oh, Undiscovered, no, no. No, 4 is the final frontier where they come back to oh, Earth. Oh, the final frontier. No, final No, frontier. no, no
0: that, that's that's, uh, that's uh, no, no. This is the one where they search for God. I think it's the Undiscovered Country. Yeah, that's six. Yeah, yeah. Undiscovered Country, uh, six. Was, I think it was four. Anyway, no, four, four is
1: Final four. Frontier. They come back to Earth. Uh, huge Star no, that, Trek that,
0: fan. No, no, no. Me too. But I thought five was the one where they come five back Five is right. the Final Frontier. Okay. That was – well, whichever one. They go find God. Yeah. Anyways. And they go find God and they yep. go to Blue or whatever that place was yep. called. And uh, they find him and he's his image. And uh, how did you – yes, how did you get here? So we came on a ship. Oh, a ship. I am going to use that ship. And then Kirk, it's like, he's this guy, and Shatner's a great Huker. actor, but he was great in this. He, he's like, you see him looking at he's like, can I, can I have a question? I have a question. This, this is the same thing with Purdue today. I have a question. Um, you're God, right? Yes. Why do you ship? <laughs> you're not comparing Purdue well, to what, what God, are no, you? And, 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 and <laughs> the guy goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't ask that question. No, no, it's a simple question. Why do you need a ship? He gets kind of so angry too, question, doesn't he? He does get very angry, <laughs> he does get very and so angry. I, uh, I uh, asked, uh, "What was your question?" Was, "What do you mean by secure the border?"
1: Yeah, how does that have anything to do with the immigration problem we have <laughs> extant in the country right now? Yeah, I mean, so I mean, what, come what, on. Do you,
0: what do you actually mean by secure the border? Right, you say you you will have immigration What do you mean by that? We can't. And of he, course, he, I don't he, have a response. ISIS. They're just, we ISIS talked is about it come, last wait, week. We
1: have out. sleeper cells all over Texas, apparently. Yeah. And we've got to stop them from coming no, they're, in.
0: They're actually giving out uh, food to the National Guard who are down there who can't afford food uh, because of <laughs> the border. So they're getting food stamps. Yes, excellent. So I was listening to Obama going taking a step back here. And the, the deal is this. They are playing politics with immigration yep. at this point. Because what they're saying is we can't act this, – this is the one side. We can't act unilaterally on immigration before the election – because by doing so, we will stir up anti-immigration sentiment in those states in which Democrats have a small chance of actually beating Republican, which are in fact red states. So we can't uh, get that electric an- electorate animated. So we should hold off. On the other side of the White House, you have the guy saying, "Look, dude." What They're going matter? to vote against the Democrat anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, so the issue. So it's irrelevant, and we can make our base and animate our base more <laughs> right. to get out in those states. Which will help you in a presidential
1: election two years from now.
0: Uh, so people are, because he promised, we will have something. In the near future. By the end of summer. Future something. Well, this week, David, <laughs> this week is the end of congressional summer. Now, we don't know whether he was talking about the fall solstice or not. No. uh, Or whether he was talking about the Either way,
1: it's coming up soon.
0: Well, (laughs) it's either by Friday or it's by the 21st of September. Okay. So the reality we have is, will Obama act? And my gut's telling me... He's going to coward this one up, baby.
1: And I just. Oh, it's so frustrating. Nobody is losing an election on this issue. They're not. No, they're not. N- nobody's, yeah, nobody's losing winning an election. Nob- yeah, issue. nobody's losing or winning it. So just do. Deuce- and you know what? Maybe that actually is why he's going to coward out on it, is because there's no. There's no, uh, you know, the default to do nothing and you go play golf or you actually come up with something that matters. Either way, it's not, there's no political consequence for you because nobody's winning or losing the election. You know what though? Actually, we, we've talked about it before. I think somebody could, I think somebody, well, I think. Getting out in front of this helps the Republicans way more than the Democrats oh, getting out in front of it. and So the Republicans could win an election on this Absolutely. if they just said, hey, we're going to stop being stupid and we're going to actually find a solution. Here's what are going to Right.
0: Here's what we're going to do.
1: But they can't do Here's that. It, because they can't articulate while, what it right, is. Right, and they can't do it while there's a Democrat in the White House. Because this is
0: not about securing the border. No. This is about fear of immigrants. That's exactly. All, that's all, and that's generated by places like Center for Immigration Studies, which says all job growth of North Carolina in the last 15 <laughs> years was Given to immigrants. Yeah. Quite a bunch of crap. I mean, really. Uh, do, you, do you believe your own lies? Yeah. Or do you go to bed at night thinking, oh, what like can I think of tomorrow? They just come up uh, with stuff. So here's here's what I think they will do. All right. I think he will announce that he has plans to do something. But. <laughs> so great. But We're going to plan on announcing our plan. <laughs> He's going to blame immigration on this, USCIS. But because of the logistics involved, it will take 60 days, what we talked about before. Right. The DACA kids. It'll take 60 days to put it into place, so nothing takes effect until after the election. Now, that's one proposal. Announce it now. Uh Here's what I'm going to do. But we're not going to do it till after the election. Well, that we t- we talked about that weeks ago. That's what he would right. have to do, because you just can't announce a oh, policy yeah, yeah. and put it into place immediately. That's well, you just not you, how immigration you an works. affirmative
1: policy, absolutely. You yeah. can announce a, a, what I'm a calling discretionary a, policy, yeah. a discretionary defensive policy where, hey, you meet these guidelines, we're not removing you anymore. Yeah, you're out of you, proceedings. Right. right. We we that could be implemented overnight. Right. I mean, the uh, enforcement strategy is going to be altered. But he's overnight. not going
0: to do that. No, he's not going to do that. Um, no. So let's take a, a first break here on the Immigration Hour on America's so Web Radio. We'll come back and finish talking about Mr. Obama and his lack of an immigration
2: plan. Sus si tiene problemas con inmigración o asuntos que tiene que arreglar. Llámalos abogados de Cook Immigration Partners. Somos en su lado. Traemos más de 50 años de experiencia haciendo las leyes de inmigración y defendiendo a los inmigrantes. Llámenos hoy a los 404-816-8611. O al www.immigration.net
1: Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust.
0: I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio.
1: You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.
0: Welcome back we to America's Web Radio, the Immigration Hour. We got sidetracked with an off-air LeBron James yeah, conversation. Yeah, that's okay. Um, <laughs> so here's Obama. We talked about what he can do. Obviously, there's lots of stuff he can do. But I'm really concerned that he is a coward on this issue. Oh, I'm not concerned he is. You are, you actually probably know he. Is. <laughs> I'm just affirmative, uh, well, say, affirmatively you know, saying. Well, somebody he's, said, "Well, what do you expect?" Co- you know, he he's been an empty suit since he got elected. And <laughs> well, you know, the, the, you know I got a lot of Democrat friends, and they said, "You know, I, he had such promise." But they th- th- they th- thought they thought he did. I think, I think you know the reality is we learned several lessons uh, from the Barack Obama presidency. Uh, one, you can promise anything to get elected. We know we knew that before, probably, but mm-hmm. you can now go into the area of un- unfulfillable promises, right? And get elected. A ridiculous things like y- I'm going to give
1: everybody a million dollars.
0: Two, <laughs> you don't. You can be smart, and I don't have any doubt this man is a smart man, super intelligent. Uh, but he clearly has no core.
1: Right, he he'll blow whichever way the wind is blowing. Uh, he just has no yeah, core. No as conviction. much as
0: as as many people didn't like George Bush, and I was one of them, had uh, conviction. The dude has convictions, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and he believes, and therefore he acts. And whether you like it or not, he doesn't really care. Uh, Obama's not like that. Uh, Obama cares. He just uh, he he doesn't.
1: Well,
0: he clearly he doesn't, doesn't, doesn't care, care the right what, way. He doesn't care what history thinks about him. He doesn't care what the uh, he see, he's safe. From re-election. He doesn't have to worry about anything. Yeah, he never has to run he's again. I mean, maybe he's, maybe he's going to try to be on the Supreme Court in the future. Who knows? But, oh, my uh, gosh. Uh, only one president, I think, has that. ever been on the Supreme Court. Um, Robert Taft. That's right. Tafter. Taft Republican. The man. <laughs> um, so this is uh, this issue uh, is uh, one where, you know, when he promises he's going to do it, and this, this fake idea that he's going to come up with, we have to see what we can do. I mean, all of that was done for him years ago. They know yeah. what they can do. The problem's only got the problem yeah.
1: existed six years ago. It's only gotten worse since. All these solutions were existed were in existence six years ago. They could have been acted on at any point in time. Now, so who's, I mean I will give credit where credit's due, the DACA stuff, I mean that's definitely a plus uh, you know, a check mark in the plus category. But at the end of the day, that was a band aid. We have a way bigger problem that requires much more substantial action that he has
0: the legal authority to do. Well, you know what he says? He says, well, hope springs is a tournament. Maybe maybe Congress will... <laughs> Congress is in session for ten more days until the election, which is outrageous in and of itself. Considering the election is over two months away. Yeah, two months two, away. Two months it's in a day. Ten days of work that they have in Washington, D.C. They're not going to do anything other than name a few post offices and a couple bridges. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else they're going to do than have National Dipwad Day. I need to get a job like that. You could run for Congress. I could run for Congress. You could probably get elected. You have a great name. I mean, the name is – I'm going to vote for Rocky.
1: Yeah.
0: See, that's tough for me. I can't run for Congress. I mean, I want to, but I don't think that's going to happen. The name is probably a problem.
1: You'd be good. I'd vote Uh, for
0: you. Just Chuck. (laughs) Vote for Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, vote for Chuck. Secret agent. (laughs) Secret agent. Rocky, Rocky, you could win. You could win an election with Rocky.
1: Oh, you run out they, all they would you have to do is, is Google me. Have, my opinions would prohibit me from winning yeah, any my, sort of substantial Facebook, election. My friend said, you'd have to delete your
0: Facebook page if you were going to go anywhere near politics. <laughs> yeah. um, but the good news is I attack everybody. Uh, the, uh, so here we go. Uh, now, the good news is um, that our friend uh, Ted Cruz, uh, Teddy. The, the Tedster, uh, has said affirmatively – that uh, they are not going to shut down the government over anything Obama does on immigration. Good good for you. Uh, yeah, good for you, Teddy. Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not going to do that. You're uh, not going to be a third grader? No, no, he's not going to do that. Uh, does he remind, am I the only one he reminds me of Joe McCarthy?
1: You know I, Does he look just like Joe McCarthy? Does he does? Me? He do, no, he does. He does. I, I've thought that
0: too. I mean, I he, think, he does. I would, if it was me, I would, but, him, I would change my hair.
1: Yeah, he's got better suits though.
0: <laughs> I, I wouldn't go with the slick back look. It no. uh, was the fifties. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, Cruz declined to say whether he tempted on their shutdown in an effort to fight his top current issue, immigration reform, instead of accusing Barack Obama of engaging in brinkmanship. What is this? A new brinkmanship a war? Yeah. This is not. This <laughs> well, that's not. Less than 6% of the US population. Right. Or less, like 3% of the US. Place. This is nothing. Nothing. This is a dip in the bucket. This is the only part of our population keeping our country from shrinking
1: in size. Right. Ted, there are more people uh, in your great state of Texas, uh, shout out to Texas, uh, who are leeching off the federal system. Than the current eleven or twelve million people uh, who are here in undocumented the in the entire United States. So uh, why don't you clean up, why don't you clean up shop down there before you start, um, you know, engaging in brinksmanship or whatever you guys want to call it. Their nuclear option or whatever it is. These guys are want to compare themselves to some sort of fiasco, war or something. Okay,
0: here's what he said: "Quote, um, if you listen to Democrats, if you listen to the mainstream media, although I repeat myself." <laughs> Because you need to try out for Saturday Night Live. Reporting on the things you say is a Democrat issue. Correct. Apparently.
1: John Stewart needs to get a hold of that.
0: Oh, that that is a great issue. I'm sure they do. We
1: need Uh, we need we need at some point we need to talk about the John Ferguson thing he did about the
0: uh, the John Stewart thing he did about Ferguson. uh, And the Bill O'Reilly stuff. uh, One of the funniest things I've ever seen. Anyways, continue. They will tell you the fight that you and I waged last summer last fall didn't succeed. That was the government shutdown. Well, (laughs) I think the proof is in the pudding. As a result of that fight, millions of Americans stood up together and elevated the national debate about the incredible harms Obamacare is causing. This is the Obamacare people like because they can get insurance, and people are signing up in droves. That's that Obamacare. Whether you like it or not, it's happening. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I'm convinced we're going to win in 2014, and 2016 is going to be even better. Uh, it's going To be a Republican in the White House, you know, you're dreaming. Dude, you're you smoking, guys aren't winning you're smoking a national Texas election. Dope or something? What are they mm-hmm. smoking, Texas, David? Peyote. Cow pies? Peyote. Uh, I mean, peyote nuts in that's, <laughs> no, that's, Arizona. That's, that's Northwest. Arizona. No, no, that's uh, Southwest or something. Okay. Um, run, Ted, run! I, I pray, <laughs> I pray that Ted Cruz runs for president. That is guaranteed. eight months now, of
1: fodder for John
0: Stewart, you know, and I will watch. I, every I will night. Have to stay, I will have to stay. The problem is, I will lose sleep over that, David, because yeah. I have to sub, I have to record Stewart and watch Jimmy Kimmel and oh. The Late Show. Because it'll just be too funny not if to. You, lie.
1: Yeah, if you thought George W. was was, if was good, you started a, a, a I web mean,
0: channel with just the stuff about Ted Cruz jokes? You would be. I'd watch yeah. that every day.
2: I'd watch that every day. Throw a little uh, Rick
1: Perry in there. How great would it be? Rick Perry and Ted Cruz both vying for the nomination as kind of the two finalists towards the you know the the spring summer towards the convention, and then either one of those guys winning would be the, the nomination would be, I mean, would be a just a boon for, for, for comedians. Oh, it would awesome. be awesome. But it would awesome.
0: also be a boon for Democrats because people would leave the Republican Party. Yes, and
1: basically anybody the Democrats put up would win. Yeah. yeah, right, Including Hillary Clinton. Right, that's well, Dave, Dave's Dave Dave's a big, big, huge big. Fan. From check long his, ago, his, big fan of. Check his Facebook page, folks. He <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally can find <laughs> the most unflattering pictures of Hillary Clinton <laughs> on the internet.
0: <laughs> it's great. Uh, this is terrible. So you know, here, but here's the thing. So they call this an Obama curveball, which is all he ever does. We're going to go to Syria. Throwing. Here's the red line. Ah, we're not going to go in. Uh, yeah, Putin shouldn't do that. But yeah, we're yeah, not going to do, do anything. anything. Yeah, we got ISIS, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll guess we're not sending any troops in. We're just going to bomb some guys with, with some airplanes, and that's about not going to do. Uh, yeah, there's things going on. Apparently, he did he did go over and kill somebody in Somalia today. Special forces went in and dealt with Al shabaab which I thought was a clear, restaurant. Clearly, <laughs> clear, Al-Shabaab, clearly
1: a threat to the physical security of the United States clear and president its citizens. Danger. Oh, clear and
0: present danger, 100%. Clear president Troops Andrew. in. Uh, I, I don't get it. So, I don't either. So Democrats were actually preparing for Obama to announce something, and I, I just don't think he's going to do it. I nope. think whatever he's going to confess, you know, we're still looking at what we, what we can do in regards to deportation, but – Uh, We're announcing today a policy to create a program uh, for individuals who have been in the country for 20 years, uh, who have kids born here. Uh, I mean, For example, he could do, uh, we're going to let people who uh, have pending petitions for immigrant visas apply for adjustment of status without waiting. We're going to let people who have U.S. citizens get parole in place, uh, children who are over 21, and then just stop. And then do nothing about the deportation. He could do that. Absolutely. Do it and right now. Th- there wouldn't be nearly the outcry because that's not an amnesty. These are people in line, right, Dave? You're, in line, well, that, so you're in
1: line. Especially all you anti-immigrants out there. Get back in line. You back you're back in ju- line. So I Half them in of line. you are
0: waiting in line already. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so at the end of the day, uh, disappointment rings true throughout uh, immigration reform land. And of course, I was, Congress is never going to act. Up.
1: And I was, I was so hopeful last summer. I, I really was. And maybe it was misplaced. Maybe I should have learned my lesson from previous uh, episodes of
0: this. But I, I well, you're Senate young <laughs> and you, you learn a lesson. I'm, you know, I've been doing this for 25 years. You think I learned my lesson by now? Yeah, I, I know because you were optimistic last summer too. We were I, both convinced
1: something would happen by the end know, of the year. I was, working and here on, we are
0: a year later, nothing. You know, I was just thinking, it's 17 years ago. I was working on Fix 96. Which was a fix to the Ira Ira laws, which made which created which made the problem we even, have today. Yeah,
1: which made things can I, worse. Can I tell you? I
0: told you so. Uh, and um, it was it's remarkable that 17 years later, we've made zero progress on zero. fixing the laws that have caused the current immigration problems that we have. Yep. Uh, it is absolutely stunning. Yep. Absolutely stunning. Uh, now you have an art, something you want to talk I, about. I do, um, and
1: I want to. I want to put this in, uh, in proper context here because I want to share a, a story about uh, um, some folks that I met with last week, and, I'm, and I'll keep the details um, vague enough so I'm not revealing any sort of confidences or anything like that. But I met with a with a family uh, over the weekend who, uh, they, you know, the man and woman, been here for uh, for ten years, a little over ten years. Uh, they have four uh, four children who were all born here in the U.S. Uh, Neither of them, they're legally married, uh, no outside kids or anything. So wholesome family, no criminal issues for either one. Um, They're from Central America, and they brought their uh, 12-year-old daughter in with them, who recently, who was staying with her grandmother, Grandmother, her maternal grandmother in her country, uh, and maternal grandmother uh, just passed away. Sick and died.
0: Nobody, Nobody else. To,
1: 12 year old made the journey herself up here, was detained at the border, transferred to some holding facility in Michigan, and finally they were able to get in touch with her parents. Parents went and picked her up, and now she's been given an NTA and she's in removal proceedings. Um, and the mother was so concerned about uh, you know the, the government actually deporting her daughter, which is a very real possibility because they, they, she 's in removal proceedings that 's the very definition of what 's happening. Yeah. The federal government is trying to remove her now she has four siblings who she, she just got here she doesn 't know them they haven 't seen their daughter since they left her there you know when they mm-hmm. came home when they were young and trying to start out their life, and the plan probably was eventually to bring her up, and it just never got you know the, it, it just was never the right time
0: yep.
1: what 's the right answer there, Chuck? What's the, I obviously know what I would she do. She has four and, four younger siblings
0: here in the U.S. Mom and dad are here. No criminal, um, nothing. Both nothing. cancellation eligible if if they were placed into proceedings, but she's, which, which could then get her a green card through a, a petition, correct? Uh, within a couple of years,
1: but isn't uh, it? Uh, that's Chuck's phone, folks, not mine. <laughs> I um, mean, I mean, obviously the federal government is trying to remove her. That's like I said, that's the definition of what's happening. For,
0: but what, she, what? I mean, why for what purpose? Now, can, yeah. is this girl. Did not try to come into the U.S. illegally. She self-reported at the border. Yeah, just came in. I am afraid. So this is not a girl who is sneaking into the U.S. No, it's just – it's not even an afraid thing. It's – I have nowhere else to go.
1: My caretaker grandmother died died in her sleep, just died. I didn't know what to do. I know my parents live here. I haven't seen them in 11 years. Uh, And I have four siblings who were born here that live with them. And um, this is their contact information. Regardless of the situation in the home country, why can't we get our head out of our fourth point of contact, folks, and figure something out to do so we're not – I mean it's stupid to waste any resources putting this girl in removal proceedings and spending any time on her
0: case whatsoever. I agree. I mean it's just dumb. But, you know, this is why humanitarian asylum exists.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just some humanitarian, you know, we're going to help them out. uh, And, you know, it just, it, it, you know, broke my heart, you know, just seeing a mother hadn't seen a kid in, in, you know, over a decade and just worried about it. And, you know, I would be too. And just, there's just, they they have very few options. So I know we need to take a quick break here. We'll uh, take one, come back, and continue in this vein.
2: Si usted con un o tiene problemas con o tiene una oferta de trabajo, llama a los abogados del Cook Immigration Partners. Somos su con más de años de en la ley de Conocemos la ley y sabemos cómo ayudarle. Hoy o al
0: With all the back and forth in today's politics. It seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show, Our Constitution, on AmericasWebRadio.com. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verifying your business, or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules, or if you marry a foreign national... Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net.
1: Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like.
2: This is americaswebradio.com,
1: the best in chat radio designed just for you. Welcome back to America's Web Radio and the Immigration Hours. Your host Rocky Rock with Chuck Cook, going to get the uh, second half going here. You know, I was uh, we were, I was sharing a story of uh, some folks that I met with over the weekend, and you know, just just heartbreaking. And it's just uh, you know more evidence of how broken our system is, and the you know the, the resources that we're expending and wasting on um, quote immigration enforcement. Oh, yeah. um, you know, I have a I have an article here that was grad, that I picked up. Uh, I actually saw it on HuffPo. Um, i didn 't really see it on Huffpo. I heard about it and then linked from something to HuffPo. and then the original article is from the uh, Los Angeles Times about uh, and I wanted to ask you Chuck about this how much you know about it because it's it's kind of a it, it's a sensational headline but and i I read through the article and there 's really not too many hard facts it 's just you know you know sources here and there but uh, there's reports that these uh, some of these unaccompanied minors, when they've been returned to these uh, select countries in uh, the Northern Triangle in, in Central America, specifically Honduras and Guatemala, that they've been killed. Oh, there's at least reports of at least five.
0: I, I mean, one is too many. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they, what is These are children. These are not adults. <laughs> yeah. All right, making you know informed life choices. Oh, they're 16. They're 17. They're 15. They should know better.
1: Yeah. How many? How many? All you, all the folks out there listening, how many of your 16-, 17 year seventeen-year-olds that are juniors, seniors in high school would you trust to make competent life decisions at that point?
0: How far is it to Central America what? Uh, miles, uh, from Eighteen hundred
1: miles from Central America to the border. Yeah, uh, it's like thousand probably right. average. Tell your kid, I need you to
0: walk to Kansas. <laughs> yeah. Good luck
2: to hey.
1: you. Hey, uh, I'm going to pick you up. Bucks. I'm going to pick you up in Kansas City uh, in a week. Yeah. Um, here's ten bucks, yeah. twenty bucks, yeah. and um, we'll see you. Yeah. Oh, you don't have a phone or anything to call.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, good luck. I mean, you. would you trust Here's your? My number.
1: Yeah, would you trust your kids? I mean, you're come on. I mean, eleven year old. you
0: eight year old. You're five old. But, yeah, you're but you're they're doing
1: it because there's simply no options in these countries. I mean, that's it's what's happening. and, and listen. Uh, I'm going to put some of the – obviously the, the, the blame, the moral culpability lies with the people that are actually perpetrating you know, these heinous crimes against, against kids or people that are returned. But I am going to hold the uh, federal government responsible uh, at least in part um, because these are preventable deaths. Oh, absolutely. 100 percent preventable. Uh, if we could, like I said, you know, get our head out of you-know-what and come up with something uh, you know, short-term and long-term. And, and 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 there's no reason why th- those things are not mutually exclusive. You know, you have some, you know, have one side of this debate basically saying, "Oh, we need to fix this before we address any long term thing." Secure the border, Ted Cruz. Uh, <laughs> secure the border. Stop this. Wave of you know, it's like you would think they be they you know they're they're storming the beaches down there the you know but they're really not well, the numbers are way down now no, the numbers I mean, are they're back the numbers, to historical yeah, numbers yeah the numbers just... are way down but still we have had this influx and you know let's uh you know let's deal with that but let's also come up with a long term solution don't grandstand on this you know short term uh, refugee crisis because right. that's what it is to uh, you know don't grandstand on that to prevent or to uh, you know. To, to be an obstacle to some sort of long term solution here. I mean, it just it's it, it's the over politic. I mean, they've politicized the issue just like they do with you know every other issue out there. And and unfortunately, the the uh, you know there's a lot of innocent people. Uh, you know, like the the family I was just talking about uh, a few minutes ago. They get caught up in the system, and and at a minimum, um, you know. Uh, I am going to represent. You know, I'll I'll help these people at, at no charge because I I, uh, I firmly believe that's our obligation as, as lawyers to do that for the, those people that we can. But you know, by and large, there's a lot of people that end up ha- at a minimum have to come out of pocket. You know, for uh, for some sort of legal defense because let's face it, the federal government is trying to do something to you. If you don't do anything, they will succeed. You yep. know, so it just uh, it, it, the system is completely uh, completely broken. We, we got to fix it. You know,
0: at the end of the day, the, what we're looking at is a situation where uh, nobody wants to fix it that has the ability to fix it yep. because they're so invested in the current broken system.
1: Yeah, that's it. You got corporations that run detention facilities that are invested in it. Who donate to politicians? You got politicians who are you know that uh, having the system broken gives them a platform to stand on, and they don't they you know they don't want to fix it. So let me uh kind of a kind of a transition here. I want to ask you something about that uh, I saw on your Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's you know there's been some obviously tongue in cheek stuff about this. Um, there's actually two things. The first one I want to talk about is what do you think about the. Um, Union of Immigration Judges wanting uh, independence. Well, oh, they've wanted this for No, a no, long. no. I'm saying, but I, I want to know I, – I, I'm, I'm a young lawyer in the game here. I want to know what your opinions are about it now. No, here, here's Pros, the problem. Pros, cons, what you ultimately Well, here's think. the first problem.
0: Right. I don't have any problem with them being an independent judiciary. They should all be fired. <laughs> no, because they have been appointed by the AG. They are not independent. Nope. Some of them are political appointees uh uh based upon yeah based upon like of the party Correct. Uh, and uh, while many of them are still qualified to be immigration judges they, sh- they would if they did that every one of them would need to be independently vetted and approved by congress
1: right because they if if you want to be a true independent a, a true independent judiciary is, as they as i understand this is what they want they want to be article 3 judges
0: well, that's uh, what they sell. It, it. It. I mean, even it's Social it's Security it. judges are in Article Three right? Judges.
1: They they want to get and and you know what? I, I don't know logistically how it would work or anything, but part of the reason why the you know their their administrative law judges like tax court and Social Security judges and everything like that is because there's a lot. Uh, let's say. These courts play fast and loose with the rules of due process. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more protections built in for the system that's governed, or uh, you know, by presided over by Article Three judges, you know, constitutionally authorized judges. And so, you know, what I, I'm going I'm to go out on a limb here. I, I think that the the you know the life, liberty, property stuff you won't be deprived of without you know due process of law, which is what happens in federal court. You know, for a lot of these things, you know, especially the defensive things like removal. I'm not gonna go as far as, you know, the, the affirmative benefits and everything like that. I don't think you could put this into that system. But I think when the federal government is trying to remove you, I I'm think personally as bad a punishment is being in jail. And it's in some ways it's even worse. Yeah. Um, because liberty I mean there's all kinds of of, of interests there that are that, that could ultimately be offended. And I don't think You're the, court- the Constitution
0: applies to everybody. Uh, absolutely <laughs> Yeah.
1: I, I, I do Why should it apply to people that are undocumented <laughs> I think that the constitution is there to restrain yeah. It's there to restrain the powers of government Against anyone that is physically Physically in the, here in the United States. Yeah, Physically here uh, I, mean,
0: yeah, I mean I don't have a problem with the concept My problem is with what the it like either. Yeah the per- absolutely that's what it all comes down re- They would yeah. all have to be fired Or laid off Or mm-hmm. transitioned into a new job one by one Why should you now be made into that judge it shouldn't be, oh, let's make them all. They're all wonderful. Some of them are terrible. Yeah, Some, some of them have been disciplined over great and over ones, and over, but and over again. But I'll give up the great ones. I'll throw the baby out with
1: the bathwater on this one because those great ones, as great as they are, they're not as bad as the bad ones. Yeah. And you could not have somebody with that kind of unfettered judicial power. And lifelong is, appointment. Right. And, <laughs> and lifelong appointment who who hates immigrants yeah, and who is unabashed about saying
0: it. Yeah. No, I you, you didn't. I thought you were going to mention my other Facebook post oh, from yesterday. I'll let you do that one because this one's um, so great. This is uh, about a poll that just came out. Said Scientific, 80, no doubt. 80, well, it doesn't really matter. Does I know. Eighty-nine percent of illegal immigrants would prefer path to corporate status, David. Um, and uh, so I put so this as a, a new survey published by Gallup researchers revealed that an overwhelming majority of illegal immigrants residing in the U.S support changes to the naturalization process that would create a clear pathway to corporate status. Quote, Nearly 9 in 10 poll respondents noted that while citizenship would be nice, being recognized instead as a corporation would provide them the fullest benefits of residing in the United States, said leading researcher Megan Alvarez, adding that the overwhelming majority of nations' undocumented immigrants hope to one day become a legal corporate entity and receive generous government subsidies and robust Political representation. So great. Uh, this is from The Onion, by the way. In <laughs> case you're wondering, Dave. So great. Uh, I love this. Quote, nearly everyone we surveyed agreed that paying minimal taxes and being exempt from government oversight was what American freedom really meant. The poll also revealed that the majority of Americans were opposed to it, claiming that corporate status was a privilege reserved for the small minority of residents who were already wealthy and prosperous. <laughs> That's, the <best. laughs> That's the best part at the end.
1: You know what, though? How
0: true is that? Oh, I mean, man. I would love to be a corporation. Yeah. That would be great. I, 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 you know, that, this was just um, just absolutely – what, what can you t- say beyond that, David? It's, it's probably true. It, it's, it's, it's probably absolutely. true. Would, Some, uh, sometimes sarcasm brings out truth, <laughs> and uh, uh, that certainly did at that point. Uh, <laughs> but it was, um, it was absolutely stunning. Uh, this comes out, of course, in the Onion – I put it on my Facebook page, yes. and then the people that then commented on it, I'm going to have to put a disclaimer. This is from the Onion. You do need to do that from this now is, on. This it's, is from the Onion. This is
1: tongue in cheek, folks, because oh. people will get they will get up in arms about some of these things, and and, and both sides just get oh, it, it's recognize for what it is, a little sarcasm, trying to have a little fun, David. Kind of the stuff I know some of the stuff you put out about Hillary Clinton, sarcasm. You really love her at heart. You're gonna vote for her. David's over there, chomping, just turning, about to turn red, about to come over the table. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: that, I you know, mean, by the way, my 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 question to uh, to David Perdue's campaign, yep. has gone unanswered uh, so far. Um, I don't
1: think you're gonna get an answer.
0: Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't think so either. What uh, was it again? How, do, how exactly? How, what do you mean by, by secure, secure the, the border?
1: border? Uh, well, no, no. Let me let me take a stab at this one here. Um, spend more money. Um, so long as it complies with these requirements, it, we're securing the border. Let's first spend more money. Okay. Um, let's spend more money on military <coughs> surveillance technologies. Check. Check. Um, let's put more armed officers with less training and less experience on the southern border.
0: Check. Um, I think that's what he means. You think that's what it means? Yeah. What about mines? Oh. We should mine it. Should Bonus. We- I'm level. thinking, you know, there are all these unused guard towers in East Berlin. I bet you we could buy those and ship them to the southern border. Now, of course, that was only a wall is like 25 miles long, so it's yeah. not long enough. No. But you Spend could... Spend more money and build it higher. Could, yeah, yeah, I, I think... That they have unused uh, fifty caliber machine guns yep. um, that we could. We probably have a bunch of those anyway. Yeah, we probably don't need those from Germany, from, from East Germany. But uh,
1: I'm thinking, you know, fifty foot high, six feet thick concrete from the mouth of the Rio well, Grande. Why wouldn't you use granite? San Diego. We want
0: just we could we can we can just put granite there. Yeah. You know, the stuff that's too 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 coarse to make into a countertop? Yeah. Just that leftover stuff? Recycle. Yeah. Recycle. We're blowing up all these dams to make way for fish again. We can yep. use all that material and just build big lines.
1: And and have
0: you know large numbers ask, of
1: anti personnel mines you, you, on the other side. You know
0: who should ask? We should ask China. <laughs> they they built a the great wall.
1: They did build the so great that wall. That worked really well. Yeah, hey. It, it worked, for worked really them. well. Um, it's a tourist attraction uh, 2, now. 2,000
0: years ago. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it could be a tourist attraction. One yeah. Day. Uh, hey, I'm look what
1: we did hundred years ago! How dumb were we? My favorite
0: part about Purdue's post on this was he shot a fence with a hole in it. Oh gosh, spare me! Yeah, really. Oh, so uh, that so it's like, it was like every, it's big. All so eleven million so people flooded through, through, through there. This yes. hole. It's, it's hey, constant. Bob, <laughs> hey, Juan, grab her head! I'm putting her through. Um, you know it really is uh, He should have shown the picture of the the ramps going up one side and
1: down the other and how the <laughs> trucks are just going over and tipping you know and going better? down the other if side. You the Dukes
2: of
0: Hazard doing it.
1: The General the Lee going over General the Lee. wall. Now that would maybe. be awesome.
0: But maybe you get Cubans in a 58 Ford just and a, 50, a 57 Chevy. Yeah. Uh, what do they call it? <laughs> With the like Skylark, fins, the Skylark like, the, 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 the fins Lark. on the back. The Bel Air they the, still run. They probably sure
1: have like 500,000 miles on yeah. them and just going about Two miles, miles two hour. gallons to
0: the mile. Uh, but I, I'm thinking <laughs> that uh, – but I, I just thought it was hilarious. Nobody nobody responded to it. Although I did. Now, I, somebody did – whose name is Lynn Ivester, who has a cross as her picture on Facebook, wrote, uh, we do not need a nun in office when she in bed with the vomits and Reed. Now, you either oh, type gosh. as bad as I do on your phone no, or you're a moron. That, that was
1: – no, no. Uh, yeah, the ovaomit thing that that was intentional. Uh, get just get off the man, people. All right, we got to take a break. Come back. We'll talk about some some more about her uh, typing skills.
2: Sí. Soy Charles Cook, jefe del grupo de abogados Cook Immigration Partners. Estoy en su lado. Con más de 20 años de experiencia con la ley de inmigración, conozco cómo ayudarle. Sé la ley. Y sé que alguna gente podemos ayudar. Llámanos hoy a las 404-816-8611. A las 404-816-8611. O visítenos en el Internet. www.immigration.net. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Scherz, as we talk about the topics that doctors talk about amongst themselves, such as Medicare, Obamacare, alternative forms of care, and health information technology. Join us every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your
0: business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules, or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal
2: advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net.
1: You're listening to America's Webradio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.
0: David, welcome back. To the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. David, we moved recently, as you know, uh, as as did you. And Everybody's uh, moving. Well, you know, we're moving up and out. Uh, if you were in our building, you'd have moved too. Uh, and of course, you want to come to our office, You know, give us a call 404 816 8611 or stop by at 365 North Ridge Road, Northridge Road. Northridge Road.
1: We have the huge TV in the lobby that's constantly playing ESPN that I have to fight myself to not go sit Is in listen to. Is that if I'm on ESPN chairs, now instead of the, CNN?
0: Come on. We
2: want
1: to
0: entertain people? We don't want to. Yeah.
1: We don't. We don't want to start. We don't want to make them angry. Yeah, you know. ESPN. We had like a, a fourteen inch before. And <laughs> and
0: I, I wanted to get the bigger TV, but he uh, didn't really want to do that. So I one of the things I did is I was cleaning my office. David, I found a whole bunch of stuff that I had been saving clippings, etc. So I had them scanned. This is from an article from October thirty first, nineteen ninety seven. Okay, this is a year. This is the effective date. Effective basically, date of, of Ira the, Ira. Right. And the headline, written by Michelle Middlestadt, I don't know where Michelle Middlestadt is today, in the Atlanta Journal slash the Atlanta Constitution. Back when it was two papers, two papers, a morning headline, eight, afternoon. Illegal right? immigrants ouster sets record. The government. Now this is this is during the Clinton administration. It's so a record, David. The government has forced 111,000 illegal immigrants to leave the country in the past year. Obama does that in three months. What? Oh, oh, oh. one hundred and eleven thousand in the last year—the largest number in the U.S. history. Almost half had yep. criminal records. We're
1: we're, we're, we're doing that uh, at like a four hundred percent increased pace. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, w- how do you not enforce? I mean, this, you, this is why. What do you mean? He's enforcing order? the hell out of yeah, it. This folks. is great. Attorney General Janet Reno called it a significant milestone. Shout out to Janet Reno, man. She's a. Uh, the deportations and other removals eclipse the old record from 96 of 69,000. Man, 69,000. That was really, IRIRA. I mean, that, yeah. that was the median impact of IRIRA. Bam. Reno said that with Congress's continued support for an expanded enforcement staff and more jails, more j- this gotta is have a Democratic more jails. administration. Gotta have more jails. We can and will make America's streets and communities safer by deporting criminal aliens. Yet, only less than half had criminal record reported, and 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 those criminal records
1: were probably minor traffic violations because <laughs> guess what folks real criminals go to real prison that's right. right if you get uh if you get popped on the street with some weight okay side note. War on drugs, whole other thing. But let, let's take even something more heinous. If you get arrested for child molestation or something heinous where there's actual moral culpability, guess what? You're not getting deported. You're, you're going, going to us, prison like- for twenty years. Okay, so to, to say, oh, we're deporting criminals. There has this hasn't been in effect long enough to actually take into account the criminals who've gone to prison. Okay, So it's minor traffic violations that they categorize as criminal violators and send them out of the country.
0: So there's an estimated 5 million foreigners are living illegally in the U.S. 5 million. 5 million. And their okay. ranks swell by 275,000 a year. Meanwhile, the INS turned back 1.3 million other people trying to enter without permission, mainly in the southwest. Mm-hmm. Well – it's actually
1: some good numbers. Five million, and then two two hundred seventy five thousand a year would be ten
0: years would be about. 2. Well, you're going to love million. this number. They, that's about what we're at. Of that's the hundred eleven thousand, nearly fifty thousand criminal aliens expelled had had felony convictions. You know, two thirds of the fifty thousand had criminal convictions. So, like thirty five thousand. Now we're down to thirty three percent. Okay. More than forty percent of the criminal aliens had drug convictions.
1: And, and if you're getting deported Which on a – Which implies dr- they were all trafficking. Right. Correct. And it, let me uh, – newsflash. If you're getting deported and the underlying basis for you coming into ICE custody is a drug offense, that means you really didn't have much. It was personal use. You got picked up and then deported because guess what? If you had weight, you'd be going to prison, folks. That's right. But, and, which is a great policy. I mean, let's put people in prison for 50 years who have a naturally occurring substance that they
0: want to sell that somebody else wants to buy. Sounds like a great plan. Well, now here it gets better because <laughs> now I have the article I found from that same paper the same day. How much stuff did you scan? I've seen a lot of stuff. This is really cool stuff. All right. About Nathan Deal. From 97? 1997. 1997. He was, he was a member of Congress from uh, 1997. From Nate's been doing it for a while. He has. This is 17 years ago. All right, let's hear it. Hispanic immigrants fill a growing number of jobs in Dalton's textile mills and Gainesville's poultry plants, but their congressman is taking increasing hard line on immigration issues. Rep. Nathan Deal, R. Georgia, is opposed to extending a provision that allows immigrants with pending green card applications to pay a $1,000 fine and file for legal residence while remaining in the U.S. That was $245. Right. No surprise. Um, we're a nation of laws, he said. 1997. So this is not uh, new. I think two hundred forty five I was law. It was a law. Statutorily created. Uh, so filing a non binding vote this week won by supporters, it's our responsibility to forge support for conce- for the concept of law. Uh and it gets better here. Deal said um oh, so this was the time. Advocates of provision forcing immigrants to leave the US with needless lossement of families estimated to be twenty five to fifty thousand people in Hall County alone. Is that ninety seven? Yeah. More than half the Hispanic population there is illegally there, says Teresa Gomez, a Gainesville immigration lawyer. I don't know who the heck that is. She's long gone. Clearly not in the game anymore. No. All indications are that Hispanic population will grow. Hispanic babies make up more than a fifth of all births at the Northeast Georgia Medical Center, which is well over half today. Yep. Uh, Deal said he is aware he may be encouraging a generation of new Democratic voters. <laughs> at least they had the foresight. Even to if the parents that. are not citizens, their babies are born in soil. But he says he cannot reconcile the political implications with the rule of law. Can you think of any other statute that we have that says to qualify you must be in violation of the law? Quote, no matter how well intended, no matter how many family members you have, no matter how many employers, you're, you're in violation of the law. Punto. Um, and Rep. Luis Gutierrez is also there. He quoted, why force people to leave the country, uh, make long trips back home, lose their jobs, because the government wants to process the paperwork. Because 245i was designed simply meant that your, your, your turn in line came rather than go back and come in, right. which just was no different. It was just... Just it's just a procedural procedural difference. hurdle, correct? And do it so. Right. Uh, so let's make deal, it, Let's streamline it more. Deal a soft spoken lawyer from <laughs> Gainesville. He's just a soft-spoken lawyer, soft spoken lawyer. Also opposes the Census Bureau's plan to use statistical sampling to get a more accurate count of immigrants. The number one socialist in his district was called immigration the number one social issue in his district. Yeah, probably is. Wow. Well, that, I mean, and wow. he's still still doing it today. He's still doing it today. I mean – So it's amazing how things don't change. They don't. The more uh, they 17 change, years, more so the more they So this is what gets back to my point, my initial point. There are people who don't want this issue to go away. You're right. David, they don't want it to go away. They don't want to solve the problem. Can you name a problem in the last 20 years that has been solved? Some would argue health care no. because of no. Obamacare, but others would say no. It's clearly solved. What other problem has been solved? Really, since two thousand, what problem has been solved? Can you okay. think of anything? I mean, nope. they, they got rid of the campaign finance reform, which, which I think was the worst decision in Supreme Court history. Personally, um, well, the Citizens United, yes, yeah, absolutely terrible decision. I'm sorry, Dave. <sighs> it's, it's a terrible decision because it's led to even worse abuses in politics than before. Uh, we are we learn in law school that poli- corporations are people, my friend. <laughs> You know, that is a, we, I learned that in law school 25 years ago in the context of certain rights. Correct. But never in the context of the Bill of Rights. Right. The Bill of Rights. Um, so I think it's a terrible decision. Uh, I think you, Congress should absolutely have power to limit spending. on. I think well, it should all be here, limited. Let me hear. Money
1: is here. not speech, Alan, my friend. Alan Keyes had the best – has the best – this was Wendy from like 2000 maybe. Simple. Campaign finance reform needs one. One statement fixes it all. No dollar vote without a ballot vote. Yeah. If you can vote on a ballot, you can vote with your dollars as much as you want. Corporations can't vote on a ballot. Yeah. Can't give any money. That's right. Boom. Done. The game over right there. That solves all your problems. I agree. He's, I mean, he's right on this issue. And you know the people out there that are going to say, oh, well, what about you know, really rich people? like." They're really rich. They can do whatever they want with their money. I yeah. mean, you know, I mean, hey, I don't like it any more than you do them getting involved in politics. But at the end of the day, the Bill of Rights protects that. But uh, yeah. I,
0: I think you should have to disclose where that money comes from.
2: These PACs, I, yeah. I think they should
0: be disclosed where they come from. Yeah, the right to give doesn't doesn't give the right to anonymity, in my opinion. But that's another issue. But it's an example of Whole why separation. we don't fix these issues. No, because we don't. These people, when I use these people in this, i talking about politicians. These people. At the federal level, at the state level, the local level, benefit. Well, not really mayors. Mayors, I mean, city council, they're responsible at the direct level. They don't worry about the money in politics for the most part. There's not but enough. But at the of federal them. level yeah, right. and the state level, these guys rely on power to stay in office. Power and to, to. enhance their own. Like, Eric, going back to the first point, <laughs> Eric Canner's now making $2 million a year, David, Well, you're making less than half of that running America's web radio. Um, uh, and so. Slightly less than half that is what it is. Slightly half. less than half that. Uh, but thanks for listening this week. Yeah. Um, keep the downloads coming. Tell yes. your friends and neighbors. Uh, there is no benefit to you in telling anybody. Yep, tell other us. Other than our what. undying gratitude. Exactly. Uh, to ex- continue to expand the known universe into which the America's Web Radio uh, family of programs uh, appears. And, uh, and its best program, the Immigration Hour. Yes, and
1: there's a lot of other uh, great programs David has here on the, uh, Including, on the station. Including... Undisputed with me nine o'clock on Thursdays. Uh, there, there's a lot of them. Go to AmericasWebRadio.com. Check them out. Uh, you can also get at us on iTunes, like Chuck said. Give us a call. Come by check out the new offices. You can uh, and, and who knows if you, you send us a question via email or something, we might get you on the show. Uh, but you know,
0: just keep listening and uh, we'll talk to you next week on the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio.